Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, math fans. Jason Marshall, Math Dude, here with your weekly dose of quick and dirty tips to make math easier. The world of math is complex in more ways than one. Sure, it's full of complex ideas that are all tied up and packaged within beautiful and oftentimes complex wrapping paper that is adorned with complex-looking mathematical symbols. But it's also literally complex, by which I mean it's built upon a fundamental set of numbers called complex numbers. Wait, yet another type of number? Yep. You know all about real numbers, and last time we dove deep into the pool of imaginary numbers, but there is one more set of numbers for you to wrap your head around. They're called complex numbers. What are they? How should you think about them? And what can you do with them? Those are exactly the questions we'll be talking about today. In one sense, all numbers are real. After all, I'm real and I'm thinking about them, so they're certainly real to me. But as we've discussed before, only some numbers are really real. And that's because the word real has a particular meaning in math. Real numbers are all the numbers you can find on a real number line. That means that real numbers include zero and the other integers, all the rest of the rational numbers, and each and every one of the infinity of irrational numbers too. Before our discussion last week, you might have thought that this was the entire world of numbers. But as we found out, there is an additional and altogether different type of number floating around out there called an imaginary number. What are imaginary numbers good for? Well, the interesting thing about them is that when they're squared, you get back negative numbers. Which means that imaginary numbers can be used to solve problems that real numbers can't deal with such as finding x in the equation x squared plus 1 is equal to 0. But that's not the end of our story, because, as I mentioned at the outset, imaginary numbers can be combined with real numbers to create yet another type of number, which is... we'll get to that in just a minute, right after we take a little stroll along the number line. As you might imagine, taking imaginary walks along the real number line, no imaginary numbers here, is one of my favorite things to do. You and I have been here plenty of times before, so I won't dwell too long on the details of what we're seeing. As you know, the real number line is just a way for us to represent the continuum of real numbers. They're typically drawn with arrows on both ends to inform you that if we had a magical sheet of infinitely long paper, the line would extend out indefinitely in either direction towards what we call infinity. Larger and larger numbers usually head off to the right in what's called the positive direction, and smaller and smaller numbers head off to the left in the negative direction. So far, so good. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. But what if we become bored walking along this real number line? What if you and I instead decide to take a sharp 90-degree turn at zero and start walking upwards perpendicular to the real number line? Is this even possible? Where might this new path lead us? The answer is yes, it is possible. As we take this turn, we take our first steps into an exciting new dimension and we head out into what's called the complex plane. What's that? Well, an imaginary number can be added to a real number to create something more complex called, quite sensibly, a complex number. Every complex number can therefore be written as the sum of a real and an imaginary number. We write that z is equal to a plus b times i. The symbol a here represents what's called the real part of the complex number z, while the symbol b represents the imaginary part. Remember, i is what's called the complex unit. It has the property that i squared is equal to negative 1 which is sort of the fundamental property of imaginary numbers. This means that every number is actually a complex number, but there's a certain subset of these numbers that are also real numbers. Those are all the numbers whose imaginary components are equal to zero. Within this realm of real numbers, there's a certain subset called rational numbers. The rest are irrational numbers. Finally, within this world of rational numbers, there is a subset called integers. The rest are all the fractions. It's kind of amazing to realize that all of the everyday numbers we know and love are just a tiny part of the great big world of complex numbers to which you've now been introduced. Which brings us back to our walk along the number line. Once we take that fateful turn at zero and start walking upwards perpendicularly away from the real number line, we begin walking along what's called the imaginary axis of the complex plane. The old real number line that we were walking along is dubbed the real axis in this plane. Any point in this plane represents a complex number z, which, remember, we can express as being equal to a plus b times i. The real component of this number, a, tells you the x-coordinates of this complex number in the complex plane. The imaginary component, b, tells you the y-coordinate. If you'd like to see a picture of what this looks like, check out the web article version of this podcast. That's at quickanddirtytips.com slash mathdude. I've included some drawings there to illustrate everything we're talking about. Take a minute and let this all soak in because it's a pretty incredible new idea we've stumbled upon. When we took that turn and first wandered off the real number line, we suddenly had our eyes opened to an entirely new world of numbers. In this world, the numbers are no longer confined to exist along a one-dimensional line, but suddenly they can live anywhere in this two-dimensional plane. What does this new way of looking at the world of numbers do for us? Why is it useful? Those are both great questions, and they're questions we'll be returning to over the next several weeks. But for now, that's all the math we have time for today. 
For more fun with math, please check out my book, The Math Dude's Quick and Dirty Guide to Algebra. Also, remember to become a fan of The Math Dude on Facebook at facebook.com slash themathdude and on Twitter at twitter.com slash jasonmarshall. Until next time, this is Jason Marshall with The Math Dude's Quick and Dirty Tips to Make Math Easier. Thanks for listening, math fans. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.